Tag Show. Mitch Tag Show. With Jenna, with Jenna, with and blue, and blue, and blue. Damn. Now, here's your host, Jenna and Blue Magic. What's going on? Uh, it's the Mixed Tag Show with. With. Blue. And. Jenna. <laughs> okay. What's up? Give me, give me a nod or something. No, you gotta be on. You gotta be quick with it. I got pass you. You gotta be. I'm kind of Chris Paul right now with my fakes. Like I need, I need the fakes. How was your week? How was my week? It was cool. My weekend was fantastic, but my week was. Uh, okay. What you do this weekend? I didn't do anything this weekend. <laughs> That's why it was fantastic. <laughs> no, because you didn't see. Oh. Yeah. Come uh, on. I mean, you can say it too. Let the people know. What do the people need to know? Well, the people know. Everyone saw. So okay. I think everyone saw. <laughs> well, that was no. Nah. I mean, it was it was a cool touch to the weekend. So, um, yeah. I didn't do anything this week except for cry because Game of Thrones. Cry some more. Okay. Because of wrestling, and then cried a little bit more because my team blew a three zero lead yesterday in the Premier Cup. So not not uh, Premier, sorry, Championship fo- Cup. Football. Yeah, I was not happy about that. Not soccer, fo- football. <laughs> yeah, I was not happy about that. That was kind of embarrassing. But well, my Warriors, uh, they play, so hopefully we can uh, get this three. I'm rooting for you guys. I'm rooting for you guys. And uh, I have faith, but. I don't know, it's going to be tough. So we'll see. I've been, sh- I've been a little shaky. Yeah, definitely without us. But this is not a sports podcast. It's a wrestling podcast. So on our sports podcast, we'll talk about it. Definitely. Nice shirt you're wearing. Thank you, sir. What is that you have there? Uso's Penitentiary. You Uso's know where you, Penitentiary. You know where you can get that at? No, please tell me. At the WWE shop. Ah. Uh-huh. Shout out to the WWE shop for lacing me with this shirt. They didn't lace you with that shirt, but... Yep. Shout out to Nurse Clothing. We're always with the fly gear that you can also find their stuff on the WWE shop. I wanted to wear this last week, you know, after Cinco de Mayo. Didn't work out too well, so I'm that, this week. Would that be deemed as, like, stereotypical? Or no, it's the Mexican flag on here. Okay, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> All right, yeah, Did you see the video between Greg and Zelina arguing about what he should, what he should name her coming from? And he's like, she's like, what are you trying to say, Mexican? Do I sound Mexican? And like... They're like in like makeup. <laughs> he's like, no, no, but you're with, you know, Andrade, and he's like, so that doesn't believe me as Mexican. <laughs> I didn't see that. I would love to see that. Actually. It's really hilarious. Is but it on her page or on his page? It's on his Twitter. Okay, you have to show me that. I, I, I got you. But it. if you like to cop that nice shirt that Jenna is wearing, head over to the WWE shop in the link in our description at can, the Mix Tag Show. If you guys can see how I'm pairing it, you know, with my fashion taste is impeccable. I I catch you later and add it in. <laughs> no, you won't. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and hit the link in our the mix tag show or on our personal at Miss Jenna Baby B A Y B E E or at Blue Magic Grind I spelled say or <coughs> and you say it <coughs> or at Blue Magic Grind spelled go. how it sound. Also, we you be able to click the link in the description of our YouTube. Boop, 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 right there. And get you some nice gear. You know where she get some gear from? Collar and elbow. Yeah. Shout out to Al Snow, lacing up some nice shirts. 
that we haven't worn yet and haven't done the skit for it, but we it's but, coming. It's coming. We're working on it. It's coming. But I told y'all, y'all supposed to get tag Al Snow to get him in our skit. Like, you trying to... No, nope. well, no, nope. they're not gonna oh, do okay. it. Okay, all right. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> make sure. Not, you... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Let me not say that. <laughs> Go ahead and, and and use the code name TMTS, which stands for they might they see. Right. All righty. <laughs> You're gonna break the table, and we got more stuff to pay for. Nah, we good. On to the draft. The mixed tag show fantasy draft season three. Wait, do it again because like my I don't know if you. The Mixed Tag Show Fantasy Draft Season 3. Sponsored by? We don't have a sponsor. Water. Water. Okay. All righty. H2O. There we go. H2O. How are okay. we looking over there, Jenna? All right, Billy. So this week. Oh, I'm Billy. Great. This week, you have to applaud. You have to give a, a round of applause, drum rolls, because this is this is remarkable. This is the drum first. Drum roll? Th- yeah. In first place this week. For the first time ever, do it again. I, I'm flabbergasted just by who's in the lead. But shout out to the favorite posers. X3 is in the first place. <laughs> wow. This week with 133 points. Put him on the map. Kind of, sort of. Somewhat. But shout out to X3 because he's been struggling. Pause. He's he's worked hard. He's you know his grinding, grinding at the end. Up next, we have the Nation of McFly Nation with one hundred five point one points, and then the McMahon Regime two point oh one hundred five. So Craig, Craig had the slight lead by a decimal point. Are we counting? Everything counts. Everything counts. Undisputed Art Era was seventy three points. The Night Riders thirty eight points, and. Mixed emotions. Sheesh. Two points. Two points. With that said, still in the lead is mixed emotions with 1906.4 points. So you know what I just realized? What? It's basically like the 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 the, the thing just flipped flip, around. Like basically. Completely. The top ones are in the bottom this week. Exactly. And, oh wow. Second place is Light Riders with 1600.95 points. Third place, we have the Nation of McFlat Nation, Craig, 1,524.92 points. The McMahon Regime, Saeed, 983 points. Undisputed Art Era, Lionel, 497 points. And last, and certainly not least, but you should be very proud of yourself, sir. You working, man. You working. 172.56 points, the favorite posers. I give you applause. You did good this week. Yeah, you came yeah. out of nowhere. You sure did. Good, RKO. Good for you. The week prior, he only got 16 points, but that's last week. No, no, no we're, no, we're not talking about the last. Let's, 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 good week. That's it. <laughs> let's jump into your show. Y'all. Are you, are you still proud of this show? I'm not proud of the company, but we'll get into it. <laughs> uh, so the chairman, Vince McMahon, Mr. McMahon, comes out. And announces wild card rules. Yeah. What did you think of that? It seems like a a failed attempt to like even out both shows because they feel like one is lopsided in a way, mm-hmm. and I also feel like it's this is, this is like a step towards breaking up the brand split because you really don't have t- enough time for people that you have on your roster already. Now you're bringing people from other shows for what? I don't get. So my issue is, 
it's when I when it, we obviously we'll get to SmackDown. I at first I was like, this is trash. SmackDown it wasn't so bad because you get like matches that you may not typically see throughout the year or a couple of years. Right. So I like that idea, but it's still I don't like the idea because one it it's how long is this going to last? Because you know with WWE they try something for a split second and they get they don't stick with it. Nope. Kind of like last what was it November December and they said we're the authority <laughs> yet they reverted back to what they've typically been doing. Um and it there's no storyline. There's no, it's just random people showing up onto each other's shows for what? So you're ultimately one. You're not building the budding stars that you have, like Cedric Alexander. As much as I get on him about being like boring or whatever, these are the these are the moments that he's a really good wrestler. Right. But people who watch the main roster don't know that because you don't you're not featuring him. And he's on SmackDown or Raw. He's on Raw. Um. So with that said, it's like okay. So how do you build these? these people up and make stars. And we'll talk, right. I added that in the, in the hot topics. We'll discuss the reasoning for the wild card rules, but ultimately you have to make new stars. And you, if you, if you don't feature these people that you have on, on each brand, exactly. You're not how it's going to be the same old, same old, and you know, put them in a proper role. So how are they supposed to excel or help build the brand in a certain way? Yeah. Like I didn't want to see Drew and Roman again. Like, you know, like <laughs> WrestleMania I, rematches yeah, a month I, later. Yeah, like it was just, it was unnecessary. Like I get it, like once in a blue moon, but every week it's going to be the same thing, like right. four different, and it's just going to be the ultimately the same four people showing up. I I, I know it's not. <laughs> it's going to be Roman on Raw. It'll probably be AJ, AJ on SmackDown. Smackdown. So there's nothing that's fresh or exciting about it. Right. So I'm not in favor of it. And and this one right here, I don't can I, I'm trying to remember if there's any on the SmackDown side. There's was there any women that jumped from brand to brand? No, it is it this all this <laughs> sounds like this is just gonna be a, um the men's thing and you don't have it on here, but speaking of the the women, the women had a, a match that was like five seconds. Yeah. One segment. Yeah. I kinda bring it into it with SmackDown because they kinda did the same thing to SmackDown. But it's just Yeah, so it's just like I don't know. I, I like yo, this is the first time ever in in a good couple of years and Raw's been pretty bad over the past year or two that I cut it off. I haven't cut off Raw. Like I typically... So you didn't finish Raw? Nope, I didn't finish it. After, I think it was the, it was the women's match. I wound up hearing about the Usos because I got text about it and right. then I saw the clip. Um, and then when I went over to do the points, I like kind of fast forward through um, Daniel and Kofi, but... Right. I didn't care to I didn't care to watch it. Well, Daniel and Kofi was actually a pretty good match. It was it was a, it wasn't like WrestleMania type match. But the it TV was a good match. style was good. It was good, but why they don't deserve my my rating? <laughs> they really don't. Like, why should you? Why should you? Like, patronize your audience and like, oh yeah, we're gonna bring the top stars and make it exciting. No, that's still not fixing the right, problem. It's not. So, like, as much as I like Kofi and I like Daniel Bryan. The product itself didn't deserve the last hour rating for me, at least. So, so. Did, did you get a chance to see Styles uh, still play a little bit to Turning Hill? When they had the match. Yeah. yeah, there was the beginning of the match. Like I said, I stopped watching after the women's match. Yeah, the women's match okay. segment. Um, yeah. So how did you feel about that? How do you see that that whole storyline building going? Well, I like the, the fact that AJ, it's time for him to turn... 
you know, become a, a heel. Or right. just like a new dynamic to his character because, like, again, as he's one of, if not the greatest wrestler in the world currently. Yep. Right? That's debatable. But um, he, AJ can get stagnant and has been stagnant. Just just a prime example was his, his title run. Right. Um, so I like this. It'll be a new... I thought he was turning heel when he had punched McMahon out. Right. And but, then they teased it and let it go. And you notice they didn't even you know, mention it when AJ and, and Vince was in the ring together. They didn't? No. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, it's just... I don't know. It's <laughs> like they just like, talked like it was cool. Like, oh, yeah, you know, you, whatever they was doing. It's like, like we remember stuff, but they seem to not remember things and don't think we don't remember. It's just like it's, there's never any cohesion when it comes to the writing, and it's just it's it's nauseating at this point. Like I just legit, like I'm I'm over it. I, I try to give it, but I feel bad for Lashley because he's just back into. <sighs> we'll get into that. We'll get that. Right. The Firefly Funhouse continues. It's one of the bright spots. Of, yes, it is. Uh, of <laughs> WWE currently. This is my only fear is that once he gets and does, he comes back to whatever brand he, it is. It's just gonna be the same old same. Well, not from Bray, but just the from company. Them. Yeah, because yeah. this is a good build for it. Like, yeah. it's not. It's, yeah, you're starting to see more and more of the dark side of it. Like, hey, trust me, guys. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> come on, get closer. Yeah. Like those kids. Forever are freaky. I don't care what he used them in as lambs, whatever. Yeah. The train kids to sit and not do anything like that. It's just. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like it. I, I hope they don't tone, um, turn it down. Um, I, I like it. This It's creepy. Yeah. And it, it's just like something different or something we haven't seen in a while from WWE. Definitely. So I hope we, they continue. We it. saw he had potential and then they just fumbled the ball. Yeah. <laughs> the new Usos act. They're going comedy on us. How you feel about that? When I got text, I got text about this, and and the person was like, wow, they're really making them look like, a, the revival look like a joke. And I was like, you know, I didn't know because I didn't watch it. But right. then some, I think someone sent me the link or something. I don't know. But I watched it. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Like, I don't even, at this point, I don't know what they're trying to do with the revival. I don't know if they're trying to punish them for le- trying to leave, or this is just that they think it's funny. Right. Or what. But And I saw a lot of people on Twitter like, oh, well, you f- people forget in the 90s how, you know, it was this type of crude humor. And I'm like, yes, I understand that. But, like, it was expected from certain people. Right. Right? When you have the Usos that were on SmackDown just... Yeah, they added a, a hint of comedy in their promos, but it was hard hitting. They, right. You know, when they came out like straight like thugs, you know what yeah, I mean? About straight business. That's more, yeah. That's more or less the, their persona, right? And I know they 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 fool around too. That's that's right. really them. But like, we're not like you said, it is the new comedy act, and then the revival. The right, the revival aren't jokes. So just to see Scott, like, like. Right. They, Come on, <laughs> like slide his his ass across the, right. the ring of and floor. Come on, I, like that's not. You, you, this is the same team that had the best uh, match in uh, NXT against right. DIY, and this is what and AOP and AOP. <laughs> so this is what we're doing with them. Like that's like I didn't find it funny. I don't. You know, I I can laugh. I'm not uptight. Right. This is not. These weren't the two people to do it with. If anything, it's Zach Wright and Kurt Hawkins you would do that with, <laughs> right? Because you expect right. that from them. 
You know what I mean? The B team, you expect that, right. like, silly stuff like that. When you, certain, like, uh, superstars that are just, like, hard-hitting and about their business and putting on great matches, there's no need for that. Exactly. And that's kind of how I feel with the Usos. It's like, it wasn't broken, so why, like, why was you trying to fix it? They were fine the way they were. It's just something about Raw, man. And then now you're giving them mics to walk out to the ring to sing along with their interest music. I'm not a very big fan of that. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that doesn't, like... No, I think automatically it's our truth. Yeah, that's yeah, his thing. Yeah. So why are you gonna have to get to Usos now? Which is funny, and we'll get into it for SmackDown. I don't know if you put it there. I didn't get the chance to look, but we'll talk about. I guess you did, right? For the tag team titles. Right? Yeah. We'll talk about it then. But, but uh, yeah, it's just like that dynamic, and like you said, the revival. Like these are the guys that you were begging to stay, basically. Like you've given them, like and just still begging them, right? To stay. And then now you want to send them out, like like you want to treat them this way. It's just. Like, they deserve so much more. Like, like the, I just, I just don't understand. Like, uh, like the owner of this company is seventy some odd years old. Like, all of this is childish. Yeah, these are all all grown men. You know what I mean? And but then you bash others for knowing their worth and and not putting up with that that crap. Like, and I get it. And people say the whole thing with Joey Ryan and his penis, and I, I get it. Like, right. I understand this. You know, you're gonna see silly acts, what have you, right? right. But that's all of WWE. Like, <laughs> Joey Ryan is just Joey Ryan, right? right? And then you have whoever, what you know, right. doing their thing. This is throughout the whole product where it's silly and, and doesn't make sense and there's no cohesion. So Again, they're still looking for cohesion writers, remember? Was it the cohesion manager or something like that? How did you rate Raw? I gave it a D. And I gave it a C-. minus, And if people gave it, C-. minus. Yeah. Didn't fare too well for us this week, huh? I mean, and people usually are more generous than that. I mean, I probably would have given it an F, um, but the match between uh, Kofi and uh, DB yeah. was decent enough to hold its ground. And then the whole thing with the wild card thing, it took 25 minutes for that. That's what everyone was like. Why was this 25 yeah. minutes? When you gave the women five seconds? <sighs> I don't know. It's starting to revert back to some ways that we remember. A few, a few, about a decade or so ago. Yeah. On to your show. The wild card continues. <laughs> See, SmackDown did a better job. I don't know if it's because it's two hours, but I think they did a better job of, okay, here is one segment, that's it. We'll, right. And then we'll get to the match later on. That's why I was more generous in my grading when we get to it. But yeah, yeah, but it just felt weird to see that two Raw superstars get a shot at the WWE title on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Just randomly... In the triple threat match, even though he defended it the night before, I get it. You're trying to make him a fighting champion, but who really believed that AJ or or Sammy was going to do it? Yeah, I mean, Sammy came close. Yeah. And I would have been surprised. I would have been that been a perfect swerve that made SmackDown up there. Like, yo, this was pretty dope. Yeah, but they didn't do it. So, what was the point? Yeah. So, yeah, no, nah, I'm not a very big fan of this. You know one how much? Card. You know how much heat. Uh, Sammy and KO, for that matter, would have gotten, and how much, like, of a, the the support Kofi would have gotten. I mean, sometimes you kind of have to pull the trigger. I, ultimately, I would be annoyed because, damn, it's the whole situation. You don't get a full, long reign, right. title reign. But sometimes when you have those, like, what the right. moments, it kind of, it helps. Right. And then it gets, you know, people talking. This is just like... Okay. All right. Because <laughs> they could have did the Zane thing and then have him defend it at Money in the Bank against Kofi and KO. Yeah. Make that and let Kofi win it back there. Like, they've yeah. done stuff like this. Yeah. 
it was just like, all right, y'all did it for what? <laughs> Even though the match was dope, the match was great. Yeah. But it was just like a throwaway. Yeah. Now, in regards to the Usos, how they came out for SmackDown is Uso. What right. I, so there's a hit of comedy with the whoa, whoa, but them yeah. giving a, another great promo and then a great match to follow. That's what I'm used to for the Usos. A hint of comedy, not overdoing it. Right. And then just a hard hitting match. And which follow that, up and, and with facts up. and everything like that. What do you think about DB and, and, and Roman winning the tag team titles? I know when they took the titles of the Hardys, I'm like, y'all don't even have a tag team division. Yeah. Where is this going? I One, I don't <laughs> think this team is going to last long because I, it looks like they're going to try to build up heavy machinery, which is cool. Um, The one thing that I like about this is that I hope they change the titles. Like, yeah. make it more green. So, um, I, I'm excited for that. I'm okay with it. Like, it's, I, I hope it's not a long-term thing because ultimately, Daniel, you need more single superstars. Like, there's a lack of, in the, just in the roster. Right. I feel like, in general, like, it's not evenly proportioned. Right. So, um, ultimately, I just think DB should be, continued like, in the, the WWE title, just in the the main card, but I like it if it's just a temporary thing, just to put heavy machinery over. Because at this point, you need to put your ta- actual tag teams over. Right. I like it. I wonder how long AOP got to come back. I, I think I read not too long ago. I forget which one is the one that I forget injured. which one is injured. But um, at, was he? But they, were they at the performance center? Or they're close, basically. So okay, I hope they go to SmackDown because SmackDown needs as many tag teams. Definitely, they could get absolutely. Shane Man was making announcement about the Money in the Bank. Got attacked by Miz. What do you like? I don't see why they're doing a cage match at Money in the Bank. Like this is a themed, like a ladder themed pay per view. I couldn't find a way to incorporate ladders into this in any way. Like so the that, cage was just not match. For that matter, I wouldn't even have the match at Money in the Bank. Exactly. I'd have the match on the next SmackDown. Like again, the days of like us getting a, a steel cage match or a, um, a ladders match or whatever on Raw and SmackDown is long gone. Yeah, they tried to do it right before the last year, right, right before the year ended, but that was it. Yeah. Right. This I would have loved to seen this on next week's episode. The cage match. Yeah, and just and let it be. But, you know, this nah, is... They got to they capitalize on it somehow, some way. Well, yeah, I don't know. But I I, I like... I tell, I'll tell you, Miz is very good. He's come a long way, and I've said this numerous times. Like, he's believable as a heel, obviously, but he's definitely believable as a face. Um, yeah, he's I, doing I, a lot better this time as a face than he did last time. Yeah, but that was just very... That was short-lived, so yeah. I don't really consider that but this i think he's doing a, a great job as a face and i hope they don't change him too soon like they did with ko like ko they switched yeah he said it too he said it in some interview like yeah he, he would have liked to stay a little bit longer yeah um but a point i wanted to make about smackdown is that there was no becky two belts <laughs> there was no charlotte no iconics who are your tag no, team champions and there was no bailey and there was no bailey and was the Iconics even on Raw? No, right? Apparently, I I don't know if it was both of them or it was just like Peyton or someone. They were on like main event. But this is why, <laughs> this the- is why certain people left, took took their ball and left for this reason, this reason. Then That's we- the reason. 
Did we have Carmella? The tag team, the 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 tag team titles that no we division. worked so hard to to get, or they worked so hard to get, is completely absent on the show, on both shows because it's supposed to be on. They haven't been to NXT. Like this is this is insane to me. This uh, is really insane. What's insane to me is not only that the iconics are not there to with their title, it's the fact that. You're diminishing the women's movement all over again. Like it's just. It was a two minute match. And the Carmella, the whole Carmella Ember Moon versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville for what? Because Bailey Mandy, was supposed to be. You remember Bailey, Carmella, and Ember yeah, Moon was supposed to tag against Charlotte and the rest. Like yeah. and for reason they changed last minute. And no, and no one's heard of it. Like the reasoning why, what happened? And Mandy Rose is supposed to be in, in the women's money in the bank, and I guess Ember Moon and Carmella is as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're not even in the tag team division. So mm-hmm. why would you make this a tag team match? You didn't have. Page announced that Oscar and Sanya will go against the other two, Rose and Deville. For what? Like I said, and this was the <laughs> point. I cut it off. I went out and did whatever. Like I'm again. Like this is because it, it bothers me every week to see Kyrie and um, Oscar come out with Page. I mean, yeah, with Page. Like, like Oscar's like some rookie. Like right. Oscar was just had the longest. Streak, winning streak in NXT, and right. no one's ready for Oscar. Now you have a just like whatever she says. Yeah, like, <laughs> whatever, like whatever she says, we with it. And I'm just confused. Where was where was uh, Bailey? You know, and I would have. I don't know. Like, wh- why are we not promoting Charlotte and Becky? Because ultimately, that's the match that's going on in Money in the Bank. And I know we're over it, but like, again, the theme today is kind of like the. F- the Firefly Funhouse, the word of the day is cohesion. Right. Like, there's no, I don't know. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't as bad as Raw. It wasn't. But it still wasn't that great. What would you rate Raw? Let me smack down. C plus. I give it a C. And the people were a little bit more generous, and they gave it, looks like a B. B minus maybe. Maybe I'm gonna be minus. I'll be minus. Yeah. <sighs> so I added this to hot topics. Um, I think I read it yesterday or today or I don't know. But the reasoning for the wild card rule is WWE is feeling the pressure from Fox and NBC Universal. Obviously, they own mm-hmm. US, USA Network, and Fox obviously SmackDown is moving to Fox right. due to low ratings. They feel they need more star power. Vince McMahon is still adamant about the brand split, but that's the reasoning why they plan on having s- different superstars go to each brand. Because you know what happens when you eliminate the brand split? Titles get swallowed up. You lose merchandise. Then you have to worry about people not spending enough time on TV. Then you lose that merchandise. I mean, ultimately... Like, <laughs> it's I losing mean, money. Ultimately, that's what they're doing now. And I'm... F- I'm for the brand split. I mean, when it first happened, like literally when it first happened, that's right. what, that was the time when I started. Like I was, I stopped watching wrestling. I was like, "What is this?" I right. just remember cohesion, uh, stories line, storyline continuing from Raw to SmackDown into Raw SmackDown. Right, that's what I'm used to, right? So when they did the whole brand split thing, I was like, "Oh, I'm not with this." Um, but fast forward to 2016 when it came back again, right? The draft, right. I was for it because it's a really big roster, right? Not, and that's not even including the superstars that's ready to get called up at NXT. 
Um, so I'm glad he's adamant about this, but still, it's just like you need you 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 have to build the stars, right? You can't just have stars. Your your main guys go on each show, but then again, someone like you know. I don't know. Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. <laughs> Buddy Murphy. Ali. Like, these are guys. Buddy Murphy, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. He actually debuted it during a commercial break. That was like, what? Who, yeah. Like, yeah, and I read that. I'm like, yo, are y'all, are y'all serious? Like, Buddy Murphy is dope. Like, right. super, super dope. You have Ali. I mean, yeah, he was featured. But, like, these are guys that I can see legit being the next stars of the WWE. Buddy right. Murphy, Ali. Um, Andrade, Alistair, Ricochet, yep. right? These are the guys that you need to really be behind and and push. You know, um, I don't know, I don't know in regards to the women, but these are the next um, group of guys I feel that you can make new stars. Right, right. Let them do their thing, kind of in the mid card, and then eventually go against Daniel Bryan, Roman, Finn, Seth. You know what I mean? Right. That's how you built the stars. That's how they used to do it back in the day. You know what I mean? All this is just stunting people's growth in the company. And it's, 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 I don't understand how no one in that, in that company realized, okay, well, maybe this isn't working. Maybe we need to build stars. Let, let's watch NXT and see right. how they're doing it in NXT. Like, you have a whole bunch of yes men that's working for this guy, and no one's stepping up and be like, yo, this is not funny. This is not cool. Let's hire people that, May, they don't have to be marks, but like have some type of knowledge right. in wrestling, so they you know and have an idea of what the audience want, right? Exactly. And stop, oh, like <laughs> I don't know. It's just I'm, I'm just, I'm over it. I see. <laughs> what is this that you got about Lars Sullivan offensive remarks? So I don't know if you've heard, like you know, in the past that there's been. Like, he's a controversial figure. Right. So, to a uh, report from Reddit, like, a thread uh, surfaced, mm-hmm. like, um, in regards to Lars Sullivan, back in the past, has made um, racial remarks. I, I breezed through it, and I didn't want to read the rest because they're offensive. Right. But he's made, like, like racial remarks, sexual orientation like mental health, sexual assault, all things like mm-hmm. that are offensive. He's made comments about on like a, a bodybuilding forum. And you can't hide the fact that it's him because his, his photos are all over there. So that's, that's kind of where they're at with Lars Sullivan. Someone asked Big E, and I saw it on Twitter, was he aware of those comments? And Big E responded, we're, we're all aware of the comments, and then something along the lines, just I'm paraphrasing, like I wonder what's his like his reaction or what's his thing, you know, that half of the roster is minorities, right? Right. Um, and as reported by Brian Alvarez in the Wrestling Observer Radio, WWE is aware of his past comment and isn't going to fire him. Uh, he apologized for it and, it and was remorseful of those said comments. And is that's a classic case of you got caught? Now nah, I'm sorry. Yeah, because I would respect it if if he told on himself. Like, listen, a couple of years ago, kind of went off. My bad. <laughs> not even I kind of went off. I had these these feelings or whatever. I'm a changed person. Whatever. This is not how. I, this doesn't represent me today. Whatever. I respect that. But you got caught ultimately. Yeah. And this is 
it it's it always happens. People say whatever on Twitter or social media, and then it comes back and bites them in in the ass, right? And I know. And the thing is about Lars Sullivan, he there's a constant thing with a con- controversy around him because you always hear like if some one of these wrestling fans that these girls like his like his pictures, he's in their DM. Right. No matter you know depend it doesn't even matter their age or not. So he's not a a a, a decent human being from wow. the looks of it, right? But again, these are the type of people you hired because of the look or whatever. Like, and it's not even like anyone's checking for Laura Sullivan. No, they're not. You know, so I just I it it's baffling to me that this this is who you want to push, right? When you have decent people or just better at superstars. Bobby you know, that you can get behind <laughs> and you do nothing with. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> like, that's a monster right there that you don't use. Yeah, that's just as big, better, like, has a better build, you know. And here's another one. Killian Dane is being sent back to NXT after Eric Young and, you know, Nikki Cross is going to Raw. Uh, Alexander Wolf went to NXT UK. FW Online confirms that Dane will be heading back to NXT. I think that's just whack. Like, you put the man up just to bring him back down because you didn't know how to use him and because you left him in the back. Again, I just don't understand what, who, how does the whole process goes? Like, Vince goes to Triple H and tells him, I want these people. Like, do you know what they do? Like, right. like how does that work? Like, what's the point of making, like, such a log jam on the main roster if you're not going to utilize them? If they're not, if you're not going to call them up, leave them in NXT. I'm pretty sure... Most people want to go back to NXT. Exactly. The Revival can't catch a break. It was offered a five-year, 500K per year uh, deal, but they turned it down. And now he's adding two more months <laughs> to Dash Wilder's contract for his time when he was injured a couple of years ago when so he had the wired jaw. And now his contract will now end June 2020 instead of April 2020. This is what we're doing. We're adding months <laughs> for injuries. Just to who, make sure. Like, who does that? <laughs> The WWE apparently. Yep. Like that's like they gotta be some type of law or or something like labor laws that you can't do this. Like right. I don't understand why no one's actually like challenging the WWE. This is this is ridiculous. Yeah. You know? You're not you're an independent contractor, but you can't quit. You can't And that's the thing, <laughs> and that's why a lot of people discuss that. Like you're an independent uh, contractor, but it's like you're treated like an employee. An employee. So if you're treated like an employee, where's the health insurance? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <sighs> I don't know. John Moxley. He's going <laughs> going in today. Yeah, John Moxley has returned on May first. Uh, AKA Dean Rose released a promo video. Did you see the the video and then King came out? I did. Everybody's excited about it. Uh, there's rumors circulating that he still be is working with WWE, and that's just a work. And that it just like they killed off the Dean Ambrose character. He's gonna come back to John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Hope that's not the case. But there's also rumors that he's you know entertaining an idea a deal from AEW and Impact. So yeah, that's, that's just, he and he'll be working um, the independency as well. Yeah, he's gonna be working the independency as well. But he's not waiting for that because he got an acting role. Good for him. He's gonna be in a mo- MMA cat a movie acting film called Cage Fighter. He's him. a wrestler that beats an MMA fighter. <laughs> Good for him. So, Gotta get your coin somewhere, right? Yep. We're back at your favorite place. I'm not going to watch it. I'm, I'm, nah. Yeah. Don't return to Saudi Arabia. Just have Goldberg and Brock Lesnar ready to advertise for an event. The reason why I brought this up is because there's talks that 
Goldberg should beat Rollins. Lesnar beats Kofi to have Goldberg versus Lesnar at SummerSlam so that Brock Lesnar could go into SmackDown as both champions to help out Fox deal. I, 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 I can't. I can't anymore. I, I mean, it's just talks. You don't know if it's real or not. No, I know, but, but it's, it's not far fetched. I, I can't. It's not far fetched at all. It's not far fetched. That's the. That's when I'm like I can't because I can see it happening. Especially when thinking he, that's a good idea. Especially when he retired from uh, MMA. Yeah. So it's just like okay. All righty. As you know, the Hardy Boys dropped the tag team titles. They are injured. Well, Jeff Hardy got injured at a house show. He'll be out for six to nine months. I feel like Jeff is always the one that gets hurt. Yeah. Well, I mean, as of recently, it was Matt, though, right? That was out for a really, really long time. Yeah, but we feel that's like Jeff three times already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jeff, Jeff's body's, like, breaking down. Um, but I, And it sucks because I would have loved him to have more matches. Like, right. We, like have like a nice Hardy Boys run. run. Yeah. Um, XFL announces new TV deal. The XFL is set to premiere February eighth, twenty twenty. It was announced that it would air on ESPN, ABC, Fox Sports, and FS One. The schedule shows back to back games on Saturdays and Sundays. I think I saw a Thursday game too. I think that's like towards the championships, like the, the playoffs. Uh, well, it's good that they're not. They decide they're not going to compete with the NFL. Yeah. So that's good. And apparently it's getting a lot of, you know, people in the sports world are really like, okay, I think this could really work this time. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. You got, like, and you have, if you have ESPN, ABC, Fox Sports, and FS1 yeah. all um, tied in, I can't see, unless you want to, you know, control everything and, and not <laughs> listen to others and make this, make this whatever, then, right. but we'll see. Um what do we have next? NXT TakeOver 25 is announced. It will be taking place at Webster Bank Arena, Bridgeport, Connecticut, on June 1st. It's weird. It is, because it was supposed to be a pay-per-view that weekend. They, they moved it for the Saudi Arabia one. That's why. I think I think that was supposed to be on the 7th, and they moved it to the 1st so that Saudi Arabia could happen. They just want to do something for 25, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. MLW makes major signing. MLW has announced that they have signed Marshall and Ross Von Erich. They are the sons of Kevin Von Erich. Have you, been, have you seen Dark Side of the Ring? No. They talked about the Von Eric family and this I've read the book about that too and it's just so sad how that family We have to um I was I was told, shout out to Janelle of the Job of Tears podcast that to watch MLW because it's really, really good. It's starting to pick a up lot, again? Yeah, a lot of people I've been hearing that MLW is really, really good. Especially yeah. since I'm how I'm feeling about WWE. <laughs> starting to search yeah. for other outlets. Yeah. Well there's another outlet, AEW, double or nothing update. The largest commercial TV network in UK, ITV, has announced they have a deal with AEW for Double or Nothing. The pre-show event has been renamed Casino Roy- Battle Royal, where they're going to make people come in five at a time, and the 21st person is Lucky 21 to play into the whole casino thing. Mm-hmm. And the winner will get a future title shot against the first AEW champion. That's how it should be. <laughs> I knew you would like that part. That's how it should be. Would you like to take this next one? Boss time! Yeah, I will. Sasha Banks update. According to PW Insider, Banks did not travel with WWE for the European tour that's currently happening. Um, She was set to film promotional material for WWE 2K video um, game, the the WWE 2K video game, but no word if she participated. Um, I added a little bit more because obviously we didn't record last week. 
But um, WWE Hall of Famers Booker T and Tony Atlas have made interesting and critical comments in regards to Sasha's stance with WWE. And I paraphrase most of it. Booker T mentioned on his Hall of Fame podcast, he didn't understand Sasha's issue. He also went on to say, but there are, are those ones like Sasha Banks who has all the talent and rises up to the top level and gets there and then realizes that it is not what she thought it was because the reason is that it's not all about you. It is never going to be all about you. Hmm. Tony Atlas also went on to say in his interview with Boston Wrestling MWF, you always get it at home. Now if she does, does decide to come back, they're going to destroy her. Her career is over. They'll drop her out. He went on to say that she has left the spot for other talent to take over and that they're glad she's gone. WWE doesn't need Sasha Banks, but that the legit boss needs WWE. Becky Lynch calls out the boss in a Sports Illustrated interview. Becky tells Sasha to come and fight me, Sasha. At one time, Sasha Banks was the top dog. She was the boss, but Sasha has fallen from grace. It's all quotes from Becky Lynch. Let's pro- let's prove something. I know we've had tremendous matches back at NXT. This ain't the la- last kick anymore. This is the man. I would love to go toe-to-toe, the man versus the boss, to prove who's the top dog now. Here's Becky trying to reel Sasha back in and, you know, and, you know, like, don't go yet. But then it's like the, the comments that Tony Atlas and Booker T makes is like, you were the way they valued you guys when you were there is not how y'all should have been valued. And y'all didn't say anything, so y'all didn't get the recognition that y'all deserved. Like how we always say, and Booker T knows this because he said this at Wally Mania, how he should have beat Triple H. But you know what? It's a cla- <laughs> it's a classic situation of you being employed in, in Booker T's case that you're being a yes man. You're employed by the company, so you're not gonna you're gonna walk on eggshells instead of standing up for yourself and standing up for a, a fellow person of of color, right? Is this is a, a classic situation where, you know, our men aren't sticking up for us, right? Right, and and. And being so close-minded and not realizing what she actually, why she decided she doesn't want to be there, if that's ex- actually the case. Right. It wasn't because it was all about her, but again, you were promised that you we, you would have a lengthy run with the tag team titles and make it prestigious, right? And then then it was snatched away, and it's just the prime example of her career. You utilize her to propped something up and I don't have to get into it because we everyone knows how yeah, our stance yeah, but there. it's it's the principle of the situation you know kudos to her that she stands she knows her work right. because like you said at Booker T said at Wilding Mania that he should be Triple H when did you stand up for yourself when it was a, a that was an extremely racist storyline right. right and you still didn't win right you know you ultimately you, you look like an Uncle Tom ultimately you yeah. know, call a spade for a spade. And then Tony Atlas, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm lost for words because, like, who are you to tell, oh, you know. They don't need her. They don't need her. Also, you do need her. Look at the, the women's division. Yeah. It's a, like, like he, he says that she's left the spot that other talent's going to take over. No, no one took it over. In two minutes? <laughs> in five to, seconds? They're supposed to take it in two minutes? Like, I don't get it. And ultimately, and I, 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 
it's crazy to me that like people feel this way. Like, yes, I know WWE is a huge company and what have you, but Vince McMahon and WWE aren't God, isn't God, right? It's right? not the end all be all. Exactly. You don't know what what's going to happen for anyone or, you know, what's anyone's situation. She, and, you know, and it's a, it's a bigger picture, you know? Like right. not, oh, yeah, I need to be a five, seven-time women's champion. No, you know, I'm a trailblazer in women's wrestling. I, we... We did this, you know, book us in better storylines. This is, you know, it can't be the same women that look the same way that you're going to push, but then use me just for pop, you know, popularity purposes. That's why, you know, I said, I said what I said to her, like, yo, thank you for knowing your worth. Right. You know, and this is a, a classic case of a woman just standing, you know, knowing her worth and standing up for herself. And, and it's unfortunate that, you know, like these men, you know, feel this way. And there's a great uh, case side, cage side write up where the person talked about, you know, her standing up for herself and how she's not bad because she's not, not only because she's a woman, because she's a woman of color. And it was, I don't think the person that wrote it was a person of color that saw it. Is and it cage side or, or daily? Um, these was it fan side? No, I think because there's one, there's one website that always like really was like daily always DDT? Behind it. Yeah, daily DDT. I, I believe <clears> they're always like, Oh, the person that always write, like writes is like always like an advocate for her, and what have you. I I got I can't remember the article directly, but I remember I read it and it was just like, see, and it's not just. But what it was like the actual article? Hmm? What was like the actual article? It was on on Sasha Banks' situation. No, like you were telling me, but I. I oh, I'm saying like they they said that it's not like you know just because she's a woman because she's a woman of color that nobody supported because you know just like Ron like Harper wanted to leave, no backlash. You know, Ambrose wanted to leave, no backlash. People asked for the releases, Ty Dillinger, and no backlash, but because she's the first woman, and not only a woman, but one of them color acts, she's supposed to just take it. Just like the same thing with Naomi. When Naomi stands for herself, she's supposed to just take it. And it's just like a constant thing with the fans of WWE that people are starting to realize. And I question, if this was Charlotte Flair that said she's tired of the way things are booked and what have you, would you question her decision and, and say she's a crybaby and this and that and the third? You know? And again, like people... I don't understand why people don't get it. Like, you've worked for a company for so many years with very minimum, like, time off to yourself just to get a mental break or what have you to get get your body right. And if you're not happy with where you're at in your career or your job, you leave. Right. Right? At my job, people leave all the time, right? right? Because of their situation. They don't like the situation. You move on. Why is it any, any different for her? We know why. Here's another issue that's going on backstage, and this is probably this is our last topic for the night. Before you even go in on that, too, Becky, Becky, and and Sasha were right itself. The man yeah. versus the boss. Exactly. Like she 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 sets it up for you guys all the time. She there did the same thing with Bailey. Elliot, she did Elliot. the same thing with Bailey. Like you guys gotta pick up on that. She did the same thing for Ember Moon. She does like that's what she does. Like people complain about how she talks on Twitter and stuff, but she's not. She's, it's not putting herself over. It's she's just trying, trying to yeah. elevate everybody. But she was going at Ronda. She was trying to help Ronda, and Ronda couldn't see it. Like, people well, get sensitive. I'm sure Ronda saw it to a certain extent, but... Anyway, here's another issue backstage. Your rush is done with Major Heat. According to PW Insider, W offered Rush 300 k which he turned down and requested double the money. Rush has apparently brought a group of people backstage without the proper credentials. They literally made a scene with one of the W women security officers. When approached by a vet about the situation, he told the vet that he doesn't work for her. He works for Vince McMahon and not that person. Rush spoke about the being broke, and I quote, my issue is that the fact that I haven't been 
on meet and greets with Bobby haven't been getting paid for merchandise for us that has my cash craze on them. I haven't been sent to live shows and TVs and forced to pay for my own rental for five days as well as hotel while not making enough money to do so. Walking around broke in the biggest sports entertainment industry that there is while having two children and a wife to support. End quote. There have also been talks about his backstage defiance to do rookie duties such as carry bags on tour, bring water, etc. So that brings into my debate. Do you feel like the WWE locker room culture may have an effect on the business product altogether? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I understand, like, with sports, you have, like, rookie hazing and what have you. So there's just certain, or just, like, uh, fraternities and, and sororities. It's just, like, a hazing. But still, like, it just seems like with WWE, like, the culture has been toxic, like, right. for decades. Right? It's this person bullying this person, be, you know, because you're not here or... You know, because of your spe- your specific color or like, and again, and then there's bosses, right? Like ultimately, it's a job for these people. Like it's their it's their passion, but it's also their job, right? So I equate it again. If you're working a regular nine to five job, right? If there's an issue with amongst employees, you take it to HR, you take it to your manager, whoever your boss is. But it just seems like it's it's deemed okay in the locker room. Right. And it, it that's mind-boggling. Like, these people put their bodies on the line day in and day out. Like, everyone's human. And I understand everyone may not like each other or might not necessarily get along. But, like, if I see that just the, the morale is, is down and it's just a toxic vibe, like... Don't you? What do you? Don't you try like different activities to motivate and and, and team building, team building um, activities to get the morale up and 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 pro- promote a positive energy. Like you know what I mean. Like this doesn't. And I guess you know, kids that that are watching the product and dream of being a wrestler, they don't know. It's they just see the glitz and glamour, right? But they don't see what goes on backstage. Like, and it's unfortunate that you know. These they're gonna be the same kids that grow up and they go through all of this and they get to they finally get to WWE and it's it's not what they thought it was right you know and it, and it shouldn't be that way yeah and, and again people talk about paying respects to the business and things of that nature some of these guys are coming from the indies so they've paid their respects just because it's not directly directly at WWE exactly doesn't mean that you know they haven't paid their respects exactly. I get some I get the things at the NXT where you come in early you break down a ring. You know, you put the ring together and you help out the crew and this is how it works. And that's fine. I'm pretty sure that's the same way in the roster, the main roster too. And I don't think that's what he's complaining about. It's more so about the certain way people approach him. Now, I'm not saying that he's 100% in the right because I'm pretty sure there's certain things that he can handle better on his end on, like, certain situations. But, like, for it to spill out this way and then for you to pull him off TV and it should never got that far. Like, and I, and I don't understand, like, the punishment thing, like, I, if, unless you did something, like, really, really, really crazy, like, for example, we just talked about Laura Sullivan, did you have, yes, he did this in the past, right. but there's certain things that he's currently doing, right? right, but he's not getting reprimanded, but yet someone like Leo Rush, who's opinionated and, and strong-minded, because he's standing up for himself, you pull him off TV, right, who does it hurt? It, it, it hurts him, but it ultimately hurts you too because now you're pulling away a star that 
was working. And now it cuts Bobby because now Bobby doesn't have a mouthpiece anymore. Because he and Bobby's ultimately one dimension dimensional. He's a fighter. He's like, right. you know, he's built that way, but he needs a manager. You know, and it's just the the e- the ego of this company, you know, is is just like it's it's our way or the highway. And I get it that's most companies like MO, but this is probably the most I don't want to say toxic, but this is the most unsettled locker room I've seen WWE in a while. Well, you know what it is? Because now there's options. There's options, and people finally realize, you know what? I deserve better than this. I deserve, like, to go out and, and perform in front of, like, fans and, and, and work on my craft and my art. And, and have also, fun. Have fun. <laughs> be co- compensated um, properly. And have health insurance. Like if I if I if I you know turn my ankle, I want to know that the, my billion dollar company got me. Right. You know, and it, it 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 sucks if you're not a certain person, or you don't, or you're not a third generational uh, superstar, or or you don't have that look. It's like screw you. You're replaceable. You're replaceable. We have a faculty. We have a factory down in NXT just to. And then the thing is, who do you have in NXT right now? Honestly, you you like yeah, you have you have undisputed. Like I said, we mentioned this in the past couple of um, episodes ago. The women's division, besides Shayna, I don't see when they come up to the main roster anything happening with them. There is not no there isn't a class like when Becky Sasha. Charlotte came up together, yeah. together, and then when Bailey came up, and then when Oscar came up, yeah. and then when Ember came up, you know what I mean? Like there isn't a class where I see like yo, know, this, this is there's potential. Right. The tag team division, there's no now you just it's whatever. Now you're pulling tag teams into from NXT UK because it's so you know depleted. Depleted, exactly. Um, I don't know. It's just it's mind boggling that. A billion dollar company that's been around for decades. They're trying to figure it out. Trying to figure it out. <laughs> By the way, shout out to Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes. I don't know if you got a chance to see their promos for their match at Double Nothing. That, that Cody gave me goosebumps. Yeah. Like him dropping tears for real, for real. Like, anyway. Yeah. And that's the show. Don't forget, if you want to buy that nice shirt that Jenna is wearing, head over to the WWE shop. In our bios at the Mixed Tag Show or at our personal at Miss Jenna Baby B A Y B E E or at Blue Magic Grind by Sound. Make sure you click the link in the description in the bottom right here in the YouTube if you're watching. Also, make sure you use the code name TMTS for your collar and elbow merchandise. They might, they see. Okay. That's what we're going with today. Okay. <laughs> Anything else we need to plug in? Um. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and on that note, I bid you adieu. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night.